going on, guys? Appreciate everybody tuning in to another episode here of the Phoenix Beatdown. Of course, I'm going to be your host, Scott Snyder, and you're joining me on this December 3rd, 2018, uh, you know, edition here, Monday. Everybody's back to the work, back to the grind. We had a great weekend of fights here. Just want to cover those as well, some news, uh, give you a little recap of all the action that went down. This weekend, we actually had... Two, two separate cards, so I'm just going to go over those and get into my picks on everything. Uh, but as always, hope everybody had a great weekend. Counting down the days here to the end of the year, of course. Uh, ready the third. Still can't believe it. But with that, we actually have two great UFCs coming up this month. Uh, this weekend, we have the long-awaited. And when I say long-awaited, because these guys were you know, scheduled to fight, then they were actually going to fight, and then the fight fell apart uh, last minute here. Uh, and of course, I'm talking about Max Holloway taking on Brian Ortega for the UFC featherweight belt. Now, a little bit of a, you know, I'm going to get into that a little bit later on in the week. I'm going to come to you guys with another episode, give you my breakdown for that fight, because it's a little bit of a stacked card. We got you know, of course, Holloway versus Ortega. Ioannia Jacek taking on Valentina Shevchenko, which I think is going to be a great fight. That's for the vacant women's flyweight. Uh, who else? You got Jimmy Manua, Diago Santos, Gunnar Nelson, Alex Oliveira. It's going to be a great, great night of fights. So I'm going to be going over that a little bit later on. But let's just go ahead and get into this past weekend's fight. So we had the Ultimate Fighter finale which was on Friday, and that actually was Kamaru Usman taking on Rafael Dos Anjos. Now, if you guys will remember, I actually ended up going with Kamaru Usman. I said that he was going to mix up his wrestling, and he was going to be the one that's going to take you know take the fight to RDA. And I, I know a lot of people actually were going with RDA, and um, you know it, it's funny because... He was actually a, uh, Usman, I should say, Usman was a slight underdog. Slight underdog going into that fight, but he was able to really show why he should, in my opinion, should be a, a title in the title contention. Now, the cards for the, the, the scorecards were a little bit all over the place. Uh, we had a 50-43, 49-45, 48-47, so they were all over the place, but no doubt that Kamara Usman used to striking. His wrestling looked really good. Uh, as it always does, and he was able to really kind of just put the put that pace and put that grind on RDA, uh, kind of similar to what Colby Covington did, uh, if you remember that fight for the interim multi-weight title. So, overall, great fight, um, and further, you know, Kamara Usman is just coming out to be one of those contenders, I, I should say, and, um, you know, just to kind of cover that, that rest of the card, we had... Juan Francisco Diepa defeat Justin Frazier. That was for the heavyweight, um, you know, the ultimate fighter, heavyweight title, whatever you want to call it. And then we had Macy Chiasin taking on Panny Kanzad, who actually submitted her in the second round to win the women's featherweight portion of the show. So, uh, you know, looks like uh, also Brian Caraway lost to Pedro Munoz. Uh, TKO in the first, and just a couple of uh, similar, kind of smaller, uh, lesser-known guys. 
One thing I thought was very interesting, and I kind of said this in the last episode, was that Joseph Benavidez was taking on uh, Alex Perez. Um, and o- overall, just just a just a great, great card. Um, and moving on. So that's really, guys, that's all I really have to say about the Ultimate Fighter. I don't really watch the Ultimate Fighter. I haven't watched it in a while, so not really familiar with the people on there. So that's why I'm not going to get too deep into it, but was excited for that main event fight. I thought it was a great fight. Now, that was on Friday. On Saturday, we had the UFC Fight Night, Adelaide, Australia. Uh, That was a great fight. We had JDS, the former heavyweight champion, Junior Dos Santos, who defeated a very game very in your face, and uh, you know he actually made a fan out of me of this fight, and that was tied to Ivasa. Uh, you know the up and coming guy Ty was taking on the legend uh, Junior Dos Santos, and great fight really brought it to him. Junior Dos Santos, you know his his boxing just always looks so good, and um, he was able to drop Ty and then follow up with some vicious ground and pound, but Ty was definitely holding in there. Very, very tough guy. And, um, you know, the thing is, uh, here's the thing. I was actually surprised when this fight was even announced. Because I, I, I didn't really see Ty Tuivasa being, you know, like JDS. Like, when I think of JDS, he should be fighting the elite of the elite. But at the same time, he had a fight in his last fight against a, a UFC newcomer. So, I'm not sure what they're really doing with Junior Dos Santos. You know, I think they should probably put him... You know, let's see. You know, I know they probably don't want to do a steep A fight for the third time, but, you know, maybe him against Overeem in that rematch. You know, Overeem caught him. Or maybe him and Nganu. But I want to see a a good fight on here. Uh, Maybe they they can do that one. And, um, you know, maybe maybe they can run that one back. But I want to see JDS kind of going for the title again. You know, he um, kind of been up up and forth. I I should say back and forth with wins. Um, you know, he lost, let's just see here, uh, you know, he lost to Alistair, beat Ben Rothwell, lost to Stipe, his last fight was Blagoy Ivanov, um, and then this one was against Tui, Tuivasa, and, you know, I don't know if maybe they stepped him away from fighting the elite competition, but I really, really would like to see Joey Dos Santos in either a title fight or a title eliminator as his next fight. Now, with that being said, we also had... The co-main event, we had Shogun, the legendary Shogun, defeating Tyson Pedro. That was another great fight. Um, stopped him in the third round with nice, nice little combination there. Uh, we had Justin Willis defeat Mark Hunt. Uh, unanimous decision. Not really the most exciting fight. Justin Willis definitely used his grappling a lot uh, to beat Mark Hunt. And we got to see where Mark Hunt goes from here, you know. Some people were saying this is kind of be like his last fight, his retirement fight. You know, he's fighting in front of his home people, you know, his hometown people. And, you know, we didn't know necessarily if this was going to be his last one or not. But it appears, I mean, you know, I don't know if he necessarily announced his retirement. Um, but we're going to see where, where it goes. I mean, he is 44 right now. Guy's a legend, been fighting forever. Um, always brings it, but... At what point are they going to stop giving him uh, fights? We're just going to have to go and see. You know, I understand he's a heavyweight and everything like that. But either way, at some point, you know, you got to see. Not that he took a ton of damage here. He's not getting brutally knocked out, anything like that. But 
We'll see what happens with the legendary Mark Hunt. Now, it's actually a little bit all the all the recap on here. I uh, just want to go over with those two fights. Great night of fights, guys. And that's going to continue on with this weekend. Kind of all saying, you know, you got the Max Holloway versus Brian Ortega. That's going to be a great fight here. A um, couple other things I wanted to go over with you guys. Now, this one might have been, you know, swept under the rug or, or something like that. But they're saying that the Tito Ortiz versus Chuck Liddell fight that was actually, uh, what was that, last weekend? Um, it looks like that, they only got about 30,000 pay-per-view buys. Um, now, if the pay-per-view buys haven't already been low this year, um, you know, not saying that people were dying necessarily to see the Tito Ortiz rematch, but I just thought 30,000 was pretty low. Um, extremely low. I, I thought maybe even a hundred thousand, but who knows? Um, obviously the audience has spoken that they don't want to see those type of fights or maybe it's just golden boy MMA, not familiar with the product. Not sure. But, uh, I thought that was some pretty interesting news that they only did about 30,000 buys. Now the other news that, that we got going on here, it looks like Dana White kind of said, He's interested in doing Tony Ferguson versus Khabib Nurmagomedov and then also doing Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. And the uh, winner probably get a title shot. So he's got a little four-man lightweight tournament going on. Rematch of Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier, which was a great fight. Uh, you know, that's when Conor was kind of coming up. And... They also, I mean, this is this appears to be confirmed by Dustin Poirier. Um, not not confirmed, but he seems to have be okay with that fight. Of course, he actually was uh, scheduled to fight Nate Diaz. That one fell out, so it looks like they're going straight to the Conor McGregor fight. And these guys definitely have some history, so I think that'll be a great fight. And then the little tournament, because I agree, you know, there's no way you can't you're gonna skip Tony Ferguson. He should absolutely be next to fight Khabib Nurmagomedov. And, you know, you stick Connor and Dustin Poirier. I don't know if you make it the undercard, uh, you know, the co-main event, because I don't ever see Conor McGregor being a co-main event. But if that's the case, that's a great co-main event, because, of course, we have seen the Tony Ferguson and Khabib Nurmagomedov fight been, you know, canceled at the last second multiple times. So if you have those guys at the... Co-main event, somebody, something happens, you can easily throw one of those guys in that spot. Um, so we'll kind of just see what happens there. And in some uh, final news here, just want to cover with you guys. Michael Page is finally going to be set to take on Paul Daly. If you guys follow Bellator at all, you know what I'm talking about. That's going to be a great fight that people have been wanting to see for a while. And it looks like they're finally going to square off February 16th, Mohegan Sun. Um, and it's going to be a great fight. Those guys got some bad blood. Um, of course, Michael Venipage, Vicious Striker, Paul Daly, Vicious Striker, uh, both guys from the UK, and have been going back and forth for a while. Not sure what took so long to book the fight, but either way, I'm happy that it's finally getting done, and that's going to be exciting one over for Bellator, who's always doing great things. All right, guys, so that's actually all the, in the, all the news and recap I have for you today. As always, really, really appreciate you guys checking out the Phoenix Beatdown. 
Appreciate anybody who listens to any of the previous episodes. Thank you guys a lot. As always, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, in case you want to reach out to me, anything like that. It's Twitter. It's at TBeatdown. All right. I didn't, I didn't come up with it. It's the one that Twitter gave me. I don't know how to change it. Uh, but it's the letter T as in Thomas, Beatdown. Okay. So if anybody wants to follow me, at TBeatdown, uh, I'll be posting on there. And all that good stuff. But thanks again, guys. Really appreciate you listening. See you in the next episode. And take care.